Hello, everyone, and welcome back to OK Yep. I know it's been a while, and um, I did not intend for that, but I've just been so busy over the past month, and every time I went to record um, a podcast, something would come up, or I would be busy in some way, or sometimes I'm just like, this is the only hour I get of free time I'm going to sleep. So that's been like the gist, and I'll get a little bit more into it. Um, after I do a little introduction, but I'm so I'm sorry. And I've I each week that would come by, I'm like, you know what? This is the week. This is the week. Literally nothing um bad has happened or any like anything like that. I've been in a good place. But I've just been so busy because at the end of I was looking and the last time I recorded was November 10th. Um and I think something like that. But then after that, I had a big cross-country race. And then I had tech week for the show I was in. And then I had the show. And then it was Thanksgiving break and I was home and just wanting to en- and I just wanted to enjoy family. And then I got back to school and then I was getting back into now track season and um going into practices and then getting ready for finals and finishing assignments. And now I'm home and I'm like, okay. Now is a time to get a regular schedule. And so, I mean, I, I still make no promises, but I'm going to do my best. I am a college student doing many things, but I do love to do this. So as often as I can, I'm going to try to um, record podcasts. So, yeah. But aside from that, I like I mentioned, I'm home and I'm very happy to be here. It was definitely like during Thanksgiving break, it was kind of a tease to come home and then go back to school for two weeks. And now I'm here again. Um, my school's actually doing finals online, so I'm still not completely done with school. But um, it is like a different vibe just being home and being able to like enjoy Christmas and like be with my family and stuff. So that's been nice. Um, but what was it? Oh yeah, a good thing that's happened today. Yeah, so yesterday I got home. I drove back and um then today I finally got to sleep and I finally got to like kind of take my time in the morning and not rush off to a class and not rush off to like um a practice or anything, which was really nice and I've been loving crocheting the past couple of days and so I've been it's been really relaxing to just have like a mindless Thing to do with my hands if I don't know if I mentioned this before I think I have but I get very fidgety with my hands and like when I don't have something to do even if I'm like watching tv or something I'll like pick the skin around my fingers or I'll like I'll like take the skin off my legs or I'll like pull my eyebrows out that sounds so um like awful but it's kind of just like a fidgety habit it's actually gotten a lot better, but um, it's nice to do something like with my hands while I'm just like watching TV or if I don't know what to do, I'll do that and just like being around people. So that's been really nice to do for the past couple of days. And I'm not to brag, but I've gotten pretty far on the blanket that I'm working on. Um, and I just learned a couple of days ago. So it's been a really relaxing day, but I've also been able to do a lot of productive things like do some final work. Um, like I wrote a paper, took a couple quizzes. Now I've been studying for some tests next week. And then I also went on a little moped ride. So it's been a good day. Very relaxing, productive. Um, it's been chill. 
Anywho, um, so for the, I guess I should rename this International and National Day because I had a complaint from my sister and she said that I use that word interchangeably and I don't because the list that I look at is just like the celebrated days calendar. So some of it's international, meaning the entire world, and some of it's national, meaning just the United States. I know the difference. Um, so I guess I'll preface that. So um, today is Gingerbread House Day and National Poinsettia Day. So very on brand for Christmas time. So go celebrate those. Something I actually do want to do. I need to do some. I, it's hard because I'm still in finals, but like I'm, I'm not checked out, but I'm like, oh, I'm home. I, it's time to do Christmas things, but I'm like, wait, I still have a week of tests. Um, anyway, so go celebrate one of those if you so please. So today I'm going to be talking about um, body image. And I've talked about this in one of my first episodes over a year ago. And I kind of just want to talk about um, where I'm at with that and the ups and downs I've had since recording that first podcast and I can kind of give like a recap on everything. If that is a triggering topic for you, I would recommend maybe not listening to this episode because I'm not an expert. I am not a, um, I don't claim to know all the answers and I would never want to lead someone astray or trigger anyone in any way, shape or form. So if that is a um, topic that you think might not be the best to hear, go ahead and skip this episode and join me next week. But yes, I will be talking about body image, my relationship with my body and with food over the past year, specifically past couple of months. Um, and yeah, so let's get started. All right, so to start off, and first, I don't really want to make this like a really sad episode because although it is a hard topic to talk about, um, this is just the reality of what myself and pretty much everyone else in the world deals with in some form. Um, everybody, or I should say most people are insecure about some part of their physical appearance. And for me, it just so happens to be my weight and for a lot of other people that could be completely completely other things that I personally don't feel insecure about and so um although I'm talking about this topic it can really apply to a lot of other things and I really don't I'm gonna try not to make it like the super sappy episode because something I've realized over the past couple years is I'm always going to struggle with body image issues but it's just going to be how I cope with it. So it's not necessarily going to be one day I wake up and I'm completely comfortable in my body, but some days I'll be able to be able to cope with that feeling and some days I won't. So I'm going to kind of be talking about that. So if you haven't listened to the first episode that I did about body image, um, I do suggest you listen to that. It was, I literally think it's maybe the second or third episode. Um, because that kind of gives my entire background in um, high school and beginning of college. Um, but if you haven't listened to that, I'll kind of give a quick background right now. 
So basically from for my entire life, I've remembered hating my body. Um, I've always thought I need to lose more weight. I've always thought that I, I've just never liked the way that I've looked. I've always thought that I've been too heavy. Um, and I know that that's the emotional side of my brain thinking and that logically that's not true, but that's just how it has always been. Um, when I was 16, I think that's when things really started to turn into more toxic behaviors and self-destructive behaviors, um, whether it be from restricting or finding ways to get food out of my body or counting calories, over-exercising, whatever it might be. I think when I turned 16, that was kind of the year when everything seemed to spiral, um, <clears throat> junior year especially. And something I've realized is kind of just how my mentality like depending on how my mental state is at the moment, it really correlates to how I feel about my body and what I, um, how I'm able to cope. And so junior year of high school was a really hard year for me and I wasn't doing the best mentally and I was just going through a lot of things. And so I also was having a really poor year with how I viewed my body and that kind of had this um, correlation. So as senior year of high school came, I got a lot better about it. And I, um, going into senior year, I started to go to therapy specifically for um, eating disorders. And I worked on that for the summer going into senior year. And then when senior year came, I was in a much better place mentally. And so I was able to cope a lot better with my body image issues. And then when freshman year of college came, I kind of just forgot about all my body image issues and yes they were in yes like they were always in the back of my head but I kind of like this was the one year that I can ever remember of my life where I just did what I wanted to I ate what I wanted I drank what I wanted I didn't care about compensating with exercise this was like the first year where I remember not caring and it paid its toll. I definitely got freshman 10, freshman 15, which is totally okay and completely normal because it's such a new transition. You're dealing with new food, a new environment, all the stresses of college, like, and the fun of college. Like, it is completely normal to gain weight in college. And so, it's so interesting because this was the only year probably that I don't remember my eating disorder being consuming. And this was the one year that I was my heaviest which is very interesting to see. So when quarantine hit um, my spring of my freshman year of college and we went home, I kind of was able to get more on track because there honestly wasn't anything to do except for run. Like, and obviously that's not true, but like for me, I would go out and I'd run for two hours because I was sick of being stuck inside at home. And it's not like I could see people because we were in quarantine. And so I would just run for hours and so because of, and I was eating home food now, so I wasn't, I knew exactly what was going into my body. I knew how to regulate it more rather than just sticking with dining hall food. And so I was able to get to, um, I was able to get to a traditionally healthier place. Um, and then that kind of stuck throughout sophomore year of college after I um, went back to school and then um, this past summer came, and I've done a podcast on this summer before. Um, I don't know what it's called, but it might have been like a year 
I think it's called like recaps of the year or something like that. Um, but recap of the year, sorry. Um, but this summer, again, how that mentality and body image plays a hand, um, they kind of correlate or they do correlate. So the summer, I was not in a good spot mentally. Um, probably the worst I've ever been with anxiety. And so because of that, my the way I viewed my body was definitely at an all-time low. And I did develop my eating disorders again, which hadn't happened since high school. So it was really scary for me because it's something that I hadn't really experienced in a couple years. And I'm not going to really go into the details of how I cope, how I would cope with um, eating disorder behavior, but those habits came up again in the summer. And that happened to also be a time when my mental health was at an all-time low. And so it really does um, work hand in hand. But luckily, I was able to get into, I've always been in therapy, but really rear up therapy and going multiple times a week. I would see doctors um, about my mental health and the correlation to everything else that was going on in my life regarding my body. And I was able to get back a lot more back on track um, before junior year of college came this year. Um, And so I was in a much better place by the end of the summer than I was beginning of summer, probably the biggest period of growth I've ever had in my life. So although in the beginning of summer, it was probably the biggest low I've had in my life, that jump to August was by far the most incredible growth. So then I got back to school and I started doing cross country. And I, let me just say that I love cross country so much. And I think that that has been one of the reasons why I've been able to have such a positive mental health this semester and I've been in such a good place because of this team, because of the sport, because of the people. There's so much good about being a part of a team and like working for something. Like it's been so amazing to have goals about like physical goals about times and running more mileage and whatever it might be. And it was I had kind of two contradicting um, times in cross country. So at the beginning of the season, I, at first I was really insecure because I don't traditionally have a quote unquote runner's body. I'm not like super lean and skinny and um, like, that's just not my body type. And so like, I'm much more of like an athletic build. I'm like very solid. Um, And so this was kind of hard for me because I felt like I was doing something wrong or that I wasn't really good enough or that because of how my body looked compared to others, like it would affect how I raced. And I quickly learned that that has really doesn't have much to do about how one races and that um, each person's body gives them their own strengths and one body that works for one one person might not work for another. And it doesn't matter regardless as long as you're training and you're putting in the work and the effort that you're going to have good results. And so that was something I quickly learned as the season began. And I was able to appreciate my body as well as other people's bodies um, and the diversity of bodies in the sport. And so I was able to really embrace that. Um, When the probably midway through the season, I 
was getting a little more so okay so um let me preface this by saying it's really hard being a vegetarian in college because of the limited options that you can eat and that you can have and so I was wasn't able to really fuel my body and this was coming from not the eating disorder side of me but honestly just not being able to fuel my body and so towards the like maybe the middle but more beginning of the cross-country season all of a sudden my body stopped working and I would be running and my legs would just feel like they'd stop moving I would be in the weight room and I'd start seeing stars I would feel dizzy all through the day I would always be tired I'd always want to take a nap I'd be running and I'd felt like you know when you get up after like laying down for a while and you get like that like that head rush to your head it just felt like that constantly when I was running and I was like what is wrong with me like I and then I was starting to feel like why is everyone getting better and I'm staying the same so I talked to a couple friends and they suggested that I go get blood test to see if I had anemia and so I did I went to go get um, some lab work done and turned out, turns out I did have anemia. And so and this is part of the reason because I'm a vegetarian and I don't eat red meat, obviously, and that's a high source of iron. Um, but there are plenty of other sources. So I'd have to, I started meeting with a nutritionist and I got some meal plans. I got I started taking supplements and as the season progressed, I really started to feel my body get better into a better state. Um, But during that first consultation I did have with her, additionally, other than iron, she asked me to go through my um, day of eating and it was still clear to her that I wasn't having eating enough to fuel my body for how much I was running throughout the day. So that was something that she told me I needed to work on, which was kind of hard for me to hear because to a, to, I'm trying to see how to put this into words, but basically, she basically said that as a runner, the carbs you consume, that's your, that's a car's gas, and a car doesn't run without fuel or gas, and if I don't intake the right amount of carbs, I'm not going to move, just like a car wouldn't move, and so she really emphasized that, and so, which was hard for me to accept because I think it's really hard to eat more calories than I think that I need throughout the day, even though I do, but it's, it's like that mental barrier. And logically, I know that I need this to run and I need this to function. I, the other part of me thought if I, if I eat all this, then I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to become like more set running. And then my head would would start to spiral when honestly, that's further from the truth. So the season went on. I began taking her advice with um, eating the right amount of carbs, the right amount of protein, consuming more iron, taking supplements. And I got to a lot better place when it came to running. And finally, my legs were moving again. I wasn't getting dizzy. I felt energized throughout the day. And I finally felt myself improving toward the end of the season, which was amazing. So when cross country ended, I... We had two weeks off to let our bodies recover because we just had a season where we worked really hard. And we, I think these two weeks were really difficult for me because it was really hard for me to accept the fact that I still needed 
to consume a certain amount of calories, but then I wouldn't be running. Because in my brain, if I'm not running, then I don't know if that would sound good. Um, But basically, if I'm not running, then what's the point of eating, you know? And I don't mean that in like a very morbid way or very like, like, oh my gosh, that's intense. Like, I'm not meaning to say that in an intense way, but it's just, I think for a lot of athletes, when you're in your off season, it's really difficult to kind of break through those barriers and realize that you still need to fuel your body regardless if you're in season. And so I was really, I was kind of falling back into my eating disorder behavior um, during these couple weeks. And I was also in tech week for the show I was in. And so I wasn't able to work out as much. We were able to like cross train and like bike. We were encouraged, not encouraged, but we were allowed to do that. But we just were told not to run. So we wouldn't have that impact on our joints. Um, But I didn't really have much time to because I was in this show. And it was really hard for me because I like eating just became very hard and, and it became a force because I was so concerned that I would be gaining weight and that, and my fears of eating in front of people came up again. My fear of gaining weight came up again. I kind of then spiraled back into some eating disorder behavior. I had to start meeting with the nutritionist again. And then she encouraged me to incorporate that into my therapy sessions, which I usually don't talk about anymore. So I started to do that. I started to get meal plans from my nutritionist. And they were as simple as eat three meals a day, which was really hard for me during those two weeks, especially while I was in the show, because it was something that is a very toxic trait that I was experiencing and sometimes do still fall into that is if I missed a meal for some reason, I would almost congratulate myself. And so it was a hard, it was honestly a really hard goal for me to eat three meals a day. And especially um, like be eating in front of people. So I kind of fell back into that again. And I will say this is the only point where my mental health didn't align with my body image issues because I was in a really good spot mentally and I still am and I'm extremely like I even just had a moment a couple weeks ago where I'm like I'm not a couple weeks a couple days ago where I'm like I'm so happy and like and it was and it was still that way for um my two weeks of off season but I fell into my eating disorder again and it kind of brings back to what I was mentioning earlier with it's always going to be in my life but it's just a matter of how I cope And so here I am now past those two weeks off and back in track season and now being able to fuel my body correctly because I'm running. And although that's not the right mindset to be in right now, it really is baby steps for me. And so if I'm properly fueling myself and I, and it's because I'm running and it's because I'm in season, then so be it because I got to eat somehow. (laughs) And, um, if the drive to do that is because I'm in season, then honestly, that's a great excuse for me to eat. And um, I know that it's the fuel that gets me going and eat. And something that's also so true is even during off weeks of running, my brain still needs to think. And 
food has my, lets my brain think. So just like it allows us to have energy to move, it gives us energy to think. And so we can't just rely on compensating during those, like during times when we're not exercising because we still need to think, we still need to walk from place to place. We Our bodies are still constantly burning calories, you know? And so although it's hard to accept, and I know people with body body image issues out there probably feel this too, it's the reality of it that we always need food because we're human beings and we're not robots. So we always need to be getting our energy from somewhere. We also aren't plants, so we don't get our energy from the sun. So we need to be getting our energy somehow. And I don't mean that joke in any offense because I personally have really struggled with this, but it's just the reality of it that it's so hard to get through, get past insecurities and everybody has insecurities in different forms. And this just happens to be mine as well as a lot of other people's. Um, But sometimes it's really important just to separate the logical brain and the eating disorder brain and know what's correct. So I think personally with me, when it comes down to it, like it's honestly baby steps and it's little victories because yeah, like, yes, I want to be completely healthy and I want to be in a completely healthy mindset. But right now that's kind of unrealistic. And so for me, it's fueling my body for running and it's and if I'm not comfortable eating in front of people right now um to the extent that I have been in the past then that's okay because I can go back and eat alone and like I know that sounds like sad but it's it's the baby step part of it and it's the reality and it's celebrating the small little victories and just like everyone else they have different ways to cope with their insecurities and they have little victories with their small victories too because all the small victories lead up to a big one. And so we're all on the path to overcoming our insecurities and going into a much healthier mindset. So I know that episode was a lot and it's was probably – I try to keep it as upbeat as possible because – like I mentioned earlier, it's just the reality and it's what I live with every day and it's what most people live with every day is some level of insecurity. And so it's not like to me saying these things isn't crazy because it's my every day. And so all of you who have insecurities in some way, shape or form, um, whether it be body image, whether it be how tall you are, how short you are, um, whether it be acne, whether it be what, like whatever it might be, like just celebrate those small little victories because you're doing amazing. And each step you take to get yourself into a better mindset about how beautiful you are is an incredible stride. And that's the thing. We are all so beautiful and like that's the such the important thing of society is that we don't all look the same and we don't all have the same body type and we don't all have the same height and hair and facial structure we're all different 
and it's so beautiful. And something I'm going to repeat of what I said in that first podcast that a friend told me once and still rings true. When I'm old and I'm in my wrinkly body and I'm getting ready to take a trip up to heaven, (laughs) I'm not going to be thinking about what I ate or what I looked like or, oh, I wish I didn't have that ice cream that one time. No, I'm going to be thinking about how I treated people, the experience I had, and the important people in my life. That's what I'm going to be thinking about. And so at the end of the day, that's what the important thing is. And so I'm rooting for all of you. You are all so beautiful. And I also do want to preface that no body type is more beautiful than the other. Every body type is so incredible and capable and amazing and we are all able to do so many things. And so with that, thank you so much for listening. I know this was kind of a heavier topic, but I really do appreciate everyone and I want you all to realize how amazing you all are despite insecurities. Um, So yeah, if you need to contact me for any way, you can go to follow the Instagram at okyuppodcast or you can email the okyuppodcast at gmail.com and join me next time on OKUP. Thank you.